Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to a week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going bud? Connor, I'm having a really relaxing day today. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to let the listeners in on what we've just discussed? So, okay. So, for those that don't know, and why would you know, it was meant to be seamless. But uh, we changed podcast hosts recently. um, And (laughs) for the most part, everything moved over grand. The episodes are still going up on Spotify and iTunes. Give us a rating on Spotify, if you don't mind. Uh, Very good. Good plug in the middle of a mental breakdown. One, oh, that's that's how I operate. But one thing that we were very proud of is the website. And the website used to pull all the old episodes and make them into nice little posts. We'd add images yeah. and it was all categorised really, really well and easy to search. Lovely. So, wouldn't want anything is, to happen to it. All of that work that we put in, none of the episodes now play. And the thing that we use to import all the old episodes is not accepting the new feed. So I'm working can, through that at the minute. Just to give some context, Sean just found this out 64 seconds ago. And then yeah. I said, let's click record. <laughs> let's go live on these mics. Uh, so... It, 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 look, I'll do my best on movie news. I'm updating yeah. literally the entire website right now. Yeah, but I just think let's just wing it. You know what I mean? I, I'm just really it. helpful in this and that I'm just saying, it's on you, bud. It sounds like a you problem. I'm going to just keep talking shite and just putting shows together. 
Yeah, that that is Connor. Connor said, "Don't say I never did that for you." Like I enjoy doing this kind of thing. <laughs> I gave him a little hobby. <laughs> I, I broke the website. Here you go. <laughs> I deleted all of the code. <laughs> Um, so, Sean, this is Movie Mondays. Now, last week was a pretty big week. Um, other than, you know, the whole, our whole, um, you know, empire, our em- media empire that we've built collapsing around us currently. Absolutely. Um, empire used very sparingly there, I must say. Well, it's been going but, four um, years. It's like there's two of us. That's an empire, really. <laughs> but, uh, so, last week, pretty big week in terms of trailers, in terms of news. This week, still pretty big. Not any trailers this week that I could really like we could delve into there was a little bit of an avatar teaser but i mean it's avatar does anyone no one what are we gonna say oh they're blue and it looks pretty that's fine it's fine i hope it goes well it won't make three billion no (laughs) i hope it makes no money i've said this before Um, i want that to go on record (laughs) he's negative today listeners i'm full of vinegar today i'm very sorry james cameron if this had happened three minutes before this, you would have been all on board on that. You oh, I would have been like, why are we not talking about Avatar yeah. 2? Yeah, the yeah, way yeah. Of exactly. Water moves or whatever the title way, is. Way of water. I think it's called Way, way of, of water. water. The shape of um, water? Shape of water. The room? Um, so, Sean, I mean, if you, I could just say straight out, if you could give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on would really help us out. Um, but most importantly, Sean, we got to start this week. And this is a story I wouldn't normally start with, but I think it really now perfectly links in with your vinegary attitude. Because oh. do I have some bad news for you? Um, I okay, have a story that I chose... <laughs> Specifically to annoy you on like when you're in a good mood, but now it's kind of backfired that you've started off pissy. Well, so, maybe it'll oh, pissy. Wow, uh, maybe it'll double back and I'll be in a great mood by the end of this story. Warner Brothers Discovery CEO hopes to make more Harry Potter movies. Oh, okay, right. It's okay. So, but Fantastic Beast is not confirmed to be dead yet, right? Oh no, that no, that oh well, not confirmed, but also not denied that it's no longer happening. It's not renewed, shall we say? Not renewed, and they've done four, which is weird. It's very strange of a proposed five-film series. So now, what else yeah. do you do? See, here's the thing, right? Is that why would you touch Harry Potter right now? With mm. everything going on with the lady who wrote Harry Potter being an awful human being. See, that, that is, that is an interesting point, but also money. So you have those two sides of the coin and they're very different. Um, cause so I've, David. Uh, sorry, could on. I just say I've been on the ground because I was, I was on Tumblr in 2012, Connor. <laughs> so I know exactly what. What they're You've gonna been do on field researching this. Oh, I've been, I've, I, I've been deep in the trenches. So I know exactly <laughs> what they're going to make. I know exactly the project that's going to be announced. Okay, but um, I save that for a minute okay. because David Zasloff, um, he is. I mean, he's pretty high up. Warner Bros. Discovery. I think he's the new boss. Um, and he recently just addressed what's happening with the Harry Potter franchise on an investors' call last Thursday. Good news, Sean. Awful sentence. Um, so, look, while the company's been cutting costs to cancelling basically everything, uh, all animated shows, already completed films, just whole crews, cast. In the bin. Get rid of just it. Just people's jobs. Get them out of here. I hate them. Um, things are different 
with Harry Potter as the goal is to no- get the series revived rather than cancel that along with all of the other t- good things that they've cancelled. Okay, so they're going to finish out the Fantastic Beasts. No. Um, the oh. idea is to focus on... And look, this might be one of the worst sentences. It's only three words, but mm-hmm. it's one of the worst things we've ever discussed on the show. And it's one of those that I knew... I included it because he said this line without irony. And this is what's important here, because Zaslav said the idea is to focus on franchises moving forward. <laughs> Oh, it's such a lazy fucking buzzword to be like it's a new franchise that doesn't mean it's good Sean they're focusing on franchises that's always a goal for success when you when you aim for the seven movies in a row such as say oh Fantastic Beasts and where to find them aim to create the franchise first quality comes second here's the thing is Harry Potter not the franchise like the wizarding world Mm. like and is that not where everything is kind of what people's real interest lies in based on the performance of recent movies? So, look, recently, obviously, Henry Cavill has come back as Superman in the DCU. Um, okay. And Zaslav noted how profitable both as Superman Did I and hate Harry this Potter. Man. Oh, that's a... <laughs> God, art is fucking dead. How profitable Superman and Harry Potter movies have been. So what's happened is Henry Cavill's come back as Superman. And this guy is like, oh shit, that made a lot of money when we when we brought Superman back. And then he looked at his like board and was like, what else did we do that made loads of money that we could bring back? Because, oh, um, Harry Potter? Just I don't Harry think, Potter. I will say, I don't think you could pay Daniel Radcliffe enough money to be Harry Oh, he's Potter never again. coming back. No, no. They, they, nothing to do with this. Um, I, also, did you see in the news this week that Daniel Radcliffe came out and said he takes, he just has a bit of fun whenever he's bored and he tries to promote the Wolverine rumours just by himself? He, he oh, I did see this. He's, I he's did done see it. this. Just, just to pass the time. That's ins- like the man. I love that man so much because he, 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 it's a miracle he's as well adjusted as he is. He's too normal. It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Him and Robert um, Pattinson are just two fucking regular guys for everything that they've been through. Two little goblin weirdos who are just yeah. normal. <laughs> the, um, this is my thing as well, though, is that the project that Warner Brothers is going to make, you know the Marauders from Harry Potter? Like, they wrote the Marauders map and it was like Harry Potter's oh, dad and yes. his friends. Yes. They're going to do a series about them. That's exactly what they're going to do. But they've already and done the prequel sequel. Oh, they went back too far, I think. Oh, all right. So you're thinking a sequel to the prequel sequel, but a prequel to the original. Yeah, a prequel to the originals, but then it's a sequel to the prequels. <laughs> and it's, but it's going to be like, it's just going to be like set in Hogwarts. And like, it's just going to be Hogwarts again. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be the same. Yeah. Like it's 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 just going to be and it's going to be this like teen drama story and they can all turn into different animals maybe. So uh, look, I'm know? gonna I'm gonna read you his exact quote. Right, we're going to focus on franchises. Right, we haven't had a Superman movie in 13 years. We haven't done a Harry Potter in 15 years. 13 years is wrong, isn't it? Man of Steel came out in 2013. Yeah. What's he doing there? What's his aim? He thinks we're in year 2026. So first off, I, I don't trust him. We haven't had a Superman movie in 13 years. We haven't done a Harry Potter in 15 years. The DC movies and the Harry Potter movies provided a lot of the profits for Warner Brothers <laughs> over the past 25 is, years. I get. Look, I get that it's a business. 
right and like filmmaking is like it's it's an industry <laughs> this is a fucking disgusting way to talk even if he thought superman returns was the last superman movie he's still wrong like he's yeah. not, he's still mathematically out he's either living in the past or the future but he's not living right now <laughs> we, we have to figure out which one unless did he just accidentally let slip that the next superman movie is coming out in 2016 also <laughs> 2026 sorry take it back 15 years for Harry Potter is also wrong, isn't it? When did the last Harry Potter movie come out? Like 2011. Wasn't Death the Part 2 like 2011? Yeah, 2011. You're really good with film years, man. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What's his aim there? <laughs> Just, Should this man be leading I, this meeting if he doesn't know what fucking year it that, is? That quote alone should be like everyone would be like, "Hang on, sorry, let's just let's David, let's just do the maths there for a second. Um, you've really confidently said those two numbers, and look, we don't disagree that we need franchises, but it doesn't fill me with hope that you aren't even within a year either side of anything. But like, why would anyone trust what DC promises at this point? Because. Mm. They've, like, the last year alone, they've just scrapped so much good stuff in favour yeah. of, you know, profits and stuff like that. But what about the Flash movie, Sean? That's still happening. That's still going ahead and it's going to be unchanged forever. <laughs> um, so there's only one clause, though, Sean, and I knew this was the bit that was going to get you. There's only one thing. Zaslav, he might not be able to count. He might not be able to subtract, most importantly. But what he can do is he can say things that make no fucking sense and also are kind of frowned upon. Because he says, if we were to move forward with anything, we'd want JK on board. We need JK on board if we're going to do no, any more Harry Potter things. No, you don't. You don't want her. She, she'll be no help. She, uh, She's a terrible human. Let, let's just call her what she is. <laughs> <laughs> No, my favourite bit about all that is she has, regardless of what she says or does, well, maybe not regardless of what she does, but in terms of what she says, my favourite thing is it's constantly dig up stupid. Like, the more she's like, no, let me explain myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. it gets worse. (laughs) You heard, did you hear, she she released a book about someone who was quote-unquote cyber-bullied online by trolls. Like, she put that out like a month ago. Like... I, but also, like the, the 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 fan base that like gathered around Harry Potter is, and let's be honest here, and I was part of it as well. Bunch of weirdos, you know, a bunch of little goblins, like yeah, like, the, like Daniel. That's it. Yeah, exactly. But like the people, like people, it was like people who were different or who didn't fit in normally found safety in this fantastical world, yeah. right? And then maybe people found out things about themselves and things like that and identified with characters. And then J.K. comes in fifteen years later. And just doubles down hard on the fact that no people can't be individual, like people can't be who they truly are, kind of a thing. Like my just- my favorite thing was like um, this is not a J.K. Rowling just uh, shitting out. I mean, no, it could be. Hour, but uh, it could be. But my favorite wasn't there one where like there was a whole room full of shit in Hogwarts that like they just magically they had a thing like- that they used to just shit in the halls and disappear. <laughs> But, like, the second you start breaking that down, it's like, what about the kids who were raised by muggle parents? But, but she Did said just- that before all the other comments. And this is, like, 2015, 20, And she said it, and everyone was like, Jeez, that's a bit weird. I mean, I'm still on side, but, like, st- no, we're getting yeah, so, weird vibes. <laughs> so the internet attacked her about that and how it was a stupid idea. And then she attacked all trans people. 
<laughs> Perfect. <laughs> this is the way to go, <laughs> she thought to herself. Um, so Why Sean, would any studio you... attach themselves to JK is all I'm so, asking at this point. I mean, look, here's here's my thing, right? You have this this studio, Warner Brothers, who consistently shoot themselves in the face all yeah. the time. We have Harry Potter, the last performance of Fantastic Beasts 3, terrible. Absolutely atrocious. Horrendous. Um, Crimes of Dumbledore or something, was it? Secrets of Dumbledore? Secrets of Dumbledore. Secrets of Dumbledore was the third one. Um, They never thought they were going to make it, and then they did make it, and then it was not received very well. So that's where they are. But would you like to watch another Harry Potter movie? Or by chance... Are you asking this question, really? (laughs) I'm genuinely asking this question. Or by chance, will we just leave the movies where they were because they were good? (laughs) Yeah, I think just... Leave it here. Just don't don't do anything more. Let it let it die. You know. I think it's a miracle. You did like eight movies, and like they're all passable. Like there's all of those movies are good. Like those original. They're either passable to good. Yeah, never happens in eight movies in a series. No, and it's like, and then like the most recent one, like the first Fantastic Beast was pretty good. It was a fun romp. Second one was pretty bad, and then the third one I didn't see. So you're just leaving the universe on a sour note. What if, right? And this would be huge. This would be insane if they did this. And I would actually, this is the one I would watch. They reboot it and they start again from Prisoner or from Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> New <laughs> cast, everything. No, Daniel Radcliffe is still Harry Potter, but he's now no, 35. It's Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel Radcliffe is the big fat guy, his dad. He's, or his uncle? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's the abusive uncle. He's the abusive uncle. He'd be, he'd be, he'd smack back into that. He'd go from weird Al to that. The uh, I, I saw a thing about Daniel Radcliffe on TikTok actually, and it was, he did an interview, and they were like, "Do you have any special skills?" And he was like, "I'm really good at card tricks, but I don't do them because why would I go around doing fucking magic tricks?" <laughs> <laughs> Because everyone's just rolling their eyes, like, oh, of course. Oh, wizard oh, boy fucking, over here. Here he comes now, fucking pulling rabbits from hats. Get a new gig, you fucking dick. <laughs> Jesus, go outside your box. Um, oh, that's great. Um, so, yeah, just to let everyone know, we could be in, the, in line for more Harry Potter movies because they're looking for franchises. So it's not just going to be one. We're looking for a full seven again. Oh, d- yeah. Multiple franchises based in the wizarding world of J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Okay. We're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And this was one that really caught my eye as well. Um, This is a bit of news about Black Adam. And Dwayne Johnson has been coming out nonstop. Uh, Biggest movie ever. Changes the game. Switches up the power dynamic. Changes the game. Um, But... what he's also come out and said was there was there was a lot of news last month that like he was running DC or like he was like we should do this yeah they were like because once again they will shoot themselves in the face repeatedly until someone comes along with a good idea and they're like hang on I don't think that's gonna work what what do you mean Superman hopeful what what's what's the show that gonna do. What's that going to do? Um, so Black Adam's Dwayne Johnson has reported, he reportedly doesn't like the Shazam franchise, is what I have. How, did he come out and say this? Because that's really bad form. Um, <laughs> I read this and I thought that was so funny. It's been reported that he doesn't really like the Shazam franchise at all. Um, now, look, there's two things. There's two more modes of thought. One, it's just promotion for Black Adam versus Shazam. 
which is yeah. the obvious next movie. Two, he legitimately doesn't like Shazam and is then oh. coming out and being like, Shazam is shit. <laughs> Unless it's like ultimate kayfabe. And he's like, no, Shazam is awful. It's horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Black Adam so, would never like Shazam. To me, which is funnier, if he's like already in storyline or if he legitimately, like the man never says a bad thing about anyone. He's just like, no, legitimately, the first Shazam was quite poor. I, oh, I felt I, like it was weak. I mean, I think it has to, like, I don't think any actor who's attached to do a movie, because they're going to, like, Shazam is going to fight Black Adam at some point. No actor would come out and say, no, I don't like those movies. I don't think that would happen. Certainly not The Rock without it mm. being, a, you know, a calculated bit or a marketing thing. But at the same time, would be very beneficial for him if they cancelled Shazam and they're like, we're going with Black Adam as our version of that character. Did people really like and identify with Black Adam? Like, this was More this- so than Shazam, I would say. Okay, fair, but I like surely there's a place for both. There's a place for both in the comics. They both serve separate purposes. No, so one of them has to f- fight to the death. Zachary Levi versus The Rock. Okay, sorry, the podcast importer thing just went through. We're all good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're, ba- we're back on track. We're back on track, boys. We're back. Get the word out. We back up. Here's for Iyer. Give maybe give it a, a 24 hours or so. Just maybe give it. Oh, refresh. give it a oh, long time. Uh, <laughs> but um, Zachary Levi though would be, I think, like that. You know, cocky, arrogant Zachary Levi Shazam would play very well off of the darker and serious Black Adam. I think. Mm, so why not true. just smash them together? Even what? What benefit? Where is the benefit of the Rock in saying he doesn't like? The Shazam this franchise. was it was just literally a report that I read and I just thought it was really funny if he had legitimately come out and was like I hate Shazam on the offside it could just be promotion for a movie that probably is like six years away so they're the two options that's, really that's a long time to maintain a fucking yeah he, he's coming way too early I think if he's if he's already promoting the next one give it a few months Dwayne like there's yeah. no need like nobody's gonna remember this but are they building up to a Black Adam versus Shazam thing, or do we try and do Batman versus Superman again instead? <laughs> Imagine they went back to it. They're like, that, David Zaslav's like, well, I thought it was a good one. I did think it was a good movie, so we're going to do it again. We're just. Do you remember the, after like Infinity War and Endgame, there was all yeah. these questions about like, what's the state of the Marvel Universe going to be? Where's everyone going to stand? Where's the balance of power and all this kind of thing? I'm hearing no one ask that about Flashpoint. Because, like, what's going to, what's actually going to stay? What if they just fucking drop Black Adam entirely? (laughs) It's one of those where at this point, like, they're all people in a house, but it's haunted. And so you can never say, like, where are you going on holidays next year? Because nobody knows if anyone's surviving until next year. So it's like, it's, yeah. they could die. They might not. They it's might survive. Not the plan for the future at the minute. Not great. You can't be really planning for, like, uh, you know, where are we going? Oh, we might go to Portugal. 
now, next year, in the summer. We don't know at the minute, to be honest. It, you could all be dead. <laughs> the yeah. zombies could kill you all between now and I- then. Because as it stands, I feel they've fucking wrecked their chance with Flashpoint. So now, within the next, I would say, two years, uh, they're going to have yeah. to build up the crisis on Infinite Earths and do it that way. Oh, great. I, I just want them. And they already blew through Death of Superman. Like, I yeah. think they should just barrel through the biggest comic book stories of all time. Give them no sort of, you know, no sort of leverage. No sort of, like, gravita. Right? Like, it's all just like, we're going to do it. We spend five minutes on it. We move on to the next biggest thing we've ever done. And then we yeah. just go through them all. Big and it's going to be great. films. This is what happened to comics in the 90s. Like after Death of Superman, there was like Nightfall and fucking the Clone Saga and everything like that. Just big event yeah. things for no reason that hold no merit. <laughs> That's what DC needs to do for their films. It's the only way to survive. <laughs> Imagine how shit that'd be. Like, it's kind Batman of what we're getting at the spine. minute, to be fair. Like, ba- Batman breaks his spine. From, like Bane breaks Batman's spine on the side. Azrael takes over as Batman becomes a killer but that's like mm-hmm. the first 20 minutes of the movie and then yeah. on the opposite side Crisis on Infinite Earth is also happening um, then you have Green Lantern Ooh. he's gone mad he's killing everyone it's just I just think we should go through all Here, of them here's what I think in one movie we do Nightfall Blackest Night and Crisis on Infinite Earths <laughs> and we just get them all out of the way and we can just start again and they just start fresh just and now slayer. he's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving on, John, to our next piece of news. And this is a headline that filled my mouth with sick. Because I have Ooh. Joe Russo says Disney's Hercules remake will be experimental and draw influence from TikTok. <laughs> I saw this and I, di- I thought it was like an Onion article. Like I thought this was a piss take. Yeah. But yeah, clearly well, no. it's not. Joe Russo has come out and said that obviously they're doing a live action Hercules remake, right? Guy mm. Ritchie's directing it um, and it's being produced by Joe and Anthony Russo from Avengers Endgame and Infinity War and Civil War and Winter Soldier fame. What happened so, to Guy Ritchie? That man used to have some level of edge to him. Like, that guy used to be the next big thing. I remember, like, it was like, oh, if Guy Ritchie's directed, this is going to be good. Yeah, like Snatch and, like, Lock, Stock and Two yeah. Smoking. Like, all this kind of stuff. And then it's just like, oh, he did, did Hercules. <laughs> so, apparently, this next one is going to be, uh, they're doing, obviously, another one, live action retelling. I know what you're thinking. Didn't The Rock do one in, like, 2015? Yeah. You are correct. He did do that. Shut up. But they're doing another one because Disney haven't done it as part of their weird remake of everything we've ever done over the last five or six years. Um, And according to Joe Russo, Hercules will be more experimental and will take inspiration from TikTok in some sort of way. Um, So that to me says they're going for the TikTok dance craze that everyone is still doing. Uh, and mm. it's going to be really easily imitable dances and catchy songs, but it's only catchy for 30 seconds, and that's what everyone rips out and uses. So it's going to be insufferable to watch in the cinema. He had a chat with Variety, and Joe has explained basically that they got a lot of, a few, they want to avoid complaints that Disney got for the Be- Beauty and the Beast and the Lion King, and that they stuck too close to the original animated source material. So they got complaints. That they right. stuck too close. Okay, but I feel okay, but they they were like Disney properties. Uh, depending on who you ask about Lion King, there was a whole other thing. But Hercules 
the Greek myth of Hercules. <laughs> I don't think Disney created Hercules. I don't think they they can say the definitive version of that character story either. Um, so instead of, you know, go the old boring way, let's go remake the, the movie. We're going to go... The- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go the opposite direction uh, in a way to connect with more modern audiences. Um, oh. And now look, normally Joe and Anthony are very good about coming out and they don't normally step in or say something that we would pick up on because it's like they're, they're very, very talented human beings. Um, yeah. It was just what the way that this came across that I was like, this is a bit weird. Um they said, so rather than playing the IP management, they, they're excited to see what they can bring uh, bring to the franchise, a reinterpretation of the animated movie. Guy is perfect for it because he has a penchant for experimentation. There are questions about how you can translate it as a musical. Audience today have been trained by TikTok, right? What is their expectation of what musicals look like and they feel like? That could be a lot of fun. So we're going to try and have a modern musical that attracts the people who use TikTok in. But just, it's the most like made by committee movie ever is what you're going to get there. Like, it's just going to be like, it's going to be, it's, you're you're going to get it. If in addition to like a director, a producer, a cinematographer, a scriptwriter, you have to have a trend analyst on set. I think you're also, not making films very right. Risky. Very risky because trends, I don't know if anyone has noticed, it could be like a 24-hour thing. It could be a 2 oh, yeah. thing. And then it's gone forever. Yeah, like, it would be like, okay, like, because also they don't understand how petty the internet is. Yes. Like, look at all the efforts they made to do a viral marketing thing for Morbius. And then they put Morbius out again because everyone was like, we'll definitely see it. And then we didn't. <laughs> and then... The fucking thing with the the Minions movie happened. And, like, cinemas had to stop people coming in because too many people were going. So, if you... I think the, what how you always know that a studio has written it to be trendy is that like in 2020 they were like damn Daniel and somebody said that line and it was like well it was big when we were writing it in 2015 we did get a what are those in Black Panther didn't we <laughs> we did <laughs> and when did that come out like 2016 2017 I think so yeah like, it's always it's always three years behind whatever has happened because you have to write the movie, produce the movie, put it through editing, then film in the whole thing. Then, I mean, Jesus Christ, like you're always at least a year and a half out. And yeah. even even a month is like you're way far out in terms of trends online. Because it has to go, yeah, because it, it, it moves so quickly. And then by the time it gets to you, it's 18 layers deep. And then it's not funny mm. anymore. <laughs> no. So, would you like to see a TikTok version of Hercules? No, I think like all of these, I would just watch the animated Hercules again. Because that first one is so good. It's really, really good. It's a really yeah. good film, Connor. I like. And the, I just and the music it is great. Yeah, it's another one. Of, like it's it's iconic for a reason. The reason they're remaking it is because it's iconic and popular. But you're not going to get the same level of iconic and popular. It's probably still going to make a lot of money because you're Disney and you can do whatever you want. But I yeah. I don't think paying off TikTok influencers is the way to get people to see your film. No. I, well, maybe. I mean, you get... You it might get work. Crowd like, yeah, but I get, like, I just from a, I suppose, a 
do make the best creative thing possible perspective, that's kind of not great. From a make money perspective, absolutely. But just make good things, please. Mm. Stop trying to make the make good things, Sean. You're so selfish. Okay, Sorry, we're going to move it. on. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> we moved on, Sean. Speaking of good things, oh. there's something I've thrown in here to really just cheer you up. Yeah. Look, this was news of a shock to me too now, right? And look, why I've done this is because I think this could really brighten up your day. It's this one character day. that you it's, do it's is day. frustrating. <laughs> Well, I, every week, every single week for two hundred weeks, right? we're craving the hunter. Oh, screening, Sean, have received. <laughs> Graven the hunter test screening receives positively solid response. I'm sorry. Say again. I, I look. I a movie that you have come out strongly. In saying is the worst movie that's ever made, um, that it's a terrible idea, that, you know, maybe you don't want to see it. They've done some test screening, Sean, for what they've filmed so far. And all I'm saying is it's gone down pretty positively solid, which is, to me, a solid 6 out of 10. So this is the the Craven movie that doesn't have Spider-Man in it and he fights to free animals. He's against hunting, correct? That is correct. With Aaron Taylor Johnson, yeah. Yeah, for and who who was the audience in it? Was it like people who work for Sony or was it impartial members of the public, maybe? I assume it was impartial members. I don't have the specific people. In, it's not like the DC thing where it was like all the executives and they all started stood up and clapped for 10 minutes for Batman vs Superman. Yeah, it got a standing um, ovation, like... It was a test audience, so I assume it was just random people who, like, signed up to see the first draft of the movie. Right, okay. I wonder how Morbius test screenings did. I wonder, just, is that article? I I mean, uh, type in test screenings Morbius, I will see. Morbius test screening. Uh, Morbius test... uh, The film feels 90s, like how Venom did. (laughs) (laughs) In a good way or a bad way? Uh, I would I would probably put that as a bad way. Uh, oh, Morbius early screenings are getting bad reviews. <laughs> oh, so now ne- the Morbius may have got bad ones. Craven the Hunter, a movie that we have very little hope in, has been getting... And look, I don't think there's any stronger word you can say to compliment something than solid. It's solid, Sean. Solid that is a 10 out of 10 in my books. I don't think, but okay, I okay, I don't want this to be good, though. I don't want Sony to be rewarded for what they've done with this character. <laughs> <laughs> they should be punished for ruining a very good character. I like, if, if, look, if this was El Muerto, that would be a different story yeah, altogether. Well, look, we expect El Muerto to win Oscars at this point. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the next raging bull. But yeah, fucking Craven the Hunter. I like it's just such a. There's no reason for that movie to exist. Is my issue. Like, it, it well, there would be if they had a Spider Man. Yeah, if they had a Spider Man, and he was fighting a Spider Man. Rock solid. That's a great idea for a movie. But I don't want to watch any of this film. Least of all the post credits where they just fucking shove everyone in the, that Sony universe together for 30 seconds. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is this is the first thing we've ever heard of this movie. And I'm telling you, Sean, positively solid. So to me, I'm thinking this could be Sony's big break. I'm thinking this is the next 
big response for all the Spider-Man movies and all the haters like you that have come out and said, these are terrible movies. Morbius, Craven, Venom 2. Venom 3 is also coming out. We're all very excited. Mm. But, Sean, you've come out and said those movies are the worst things in the world. You hate them because you love Spider-Man and for some reason they don't do without a Spider-Man even though they're all Spider-Man villains. I say they're great ideas. How would you feel if they made a Joker movie without Batman, Connor? Oh, actually, that was, yeah, I was really against that, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, you were. Yeah, but that's different. That's different. How is Joker's, it? Oh, uh, oh, He's an anti-hero, um, is he? Well, yeah, he's an anti-hero. Yeah, Craven's not an anti-hero, you know what I mean? Yeah. Joker's always killing elephants. I don't think that's Joker's <laughs> MO. But, it, like, this would be the equivalent <laughs> of if, like, I don't, Universal had the rights to some Batman villains and they just made all of those Batman villains a movie and didn't have Batman and never addressed Batman ever. <laughs> How would you like that? Like Gotham. Actually, yeah, it's quite like Gotham. Actually. It's very similar to Gotham. Yeah, yeah I actually oh, you know watch what? Gotham. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch Gotham, so fair enough. I heard good things, though. Apparently Gotham was good. Yeah, I think it's like it's pretty solid the whole way through, Like, which is more yeah, than can be said for other fair- superhero shows. It's very hard, <laughs> Arrow. <laughs> Wait, there's not a week that goes past and we don't bring up Arrow, and I really enjoy it because I'm just like a show we both had such hopes in, and then we just got bad so things um, Sean, we're moving on to a piece of news that I've genuinely thrown in here. This is not a character okay. that I think you might like. Um, Twenty eight days later, sequel closer than ever, says Danny Boyle. It feels like a very good time to release it. He said, "Hell yeah." Give me this. I know you love 28 Days Later, Sean. I've seen 28 Days Later a bunch of times. It's actually my favourite film. Uh, 28 mm -hmm. Weeks Later, not mad on. Uh, Okay. Well, what about 28 Months Later? Yes. Give me that. Let's see how life moves on after the zombies. Well, they're not zombies. They are zombies. um, I mean, he said that he's working on the script at the minute. But, like, I would say he's probably said that for the last 10 years. But mm-hmm. he says, I'd be very tempted to direct it if it ever gets greenlit to do it again, said Danny Boyle. I mean, it it would be cool, you know, like, a, I, I, about the, he was saying about, like, the time could be right kind of a thing. Uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, seeing how the world recovers after a major upheaval in society and things that went wrong and an infectious disease, that could be quite an interesting commentary to make, Connor. Mm. Now, what uh, Killian Murphy has also come out and he said he's really interested as well. Right. Um, but he's also then said, I think there's also a slight problem in that I'm 20 years older than I was when the first one came out. So, I mean, surely you just call it 28 years later? But is there any threat at that point? You know, like, would, True. Yeah, would the expectation yeah. be that everything is patched up by now? I think it, mm. it might be worth doing 28 months and then 28 years. And that's when you bring Killian back. Oh, yeah, that would make more... Well, but Killian doesn't look 20 years older. Like, no, compliments he looks, to the man. I mean, maybe 10? Yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, look, maybe living in the zombie apocalypse is hard, you know? It's mm, kind of... Mm. You know, it, it puts puts years on a man. There is, like, the young girl character in that show who you could just, like, cast someone, you know, another actress who's two years older. Uh and uh, yeah that's that's rough you're two and a half years older and then carry on her story and how she gets on with things yeah no I, I, I think like but also I'm going to have to ask a tough question of you because I know you love this movie and yeah. it's, it's rocky ground you don't want to you don't want to offend you but simultaneously 
do you think people want this <laughs> other than you? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I also so. don't think so. <laughs> I don't think there's the, I don't think there's a massive demand for this, to be honest. Uh, I think yes. it's a niche sequel. It, it's a niche follow-up to uh, a, a, a mid-level sequel to quite a good niche film. But a quite a good niche film that came out long before The Walking Dead. I was on our TV screens every single week for 10 yeah. years. And the zombies were just done to death. That's true. There might be a bit of zombie fatigue going on. World War Z as well has happened since this. Yeah. I think uh, it's a much different market right now. And I, I don't know if they could pull it off that way. It would make anywhere near the money that they think it will make to do it. No. And like... It, I I I think I think there hasn't been like I think The Walking Dead is getting a movie um like wrapping everything up or something like that or Rick Grimes is in it so I think if it came out and tried to compete against the, the as you say like the name recognition of The Walking Dead I think 28 months later would fucking bomb at the box office I, I really do and and so like it's one of those where I know it's your favourite movie so I'm like you gotta yeah. tread carefully but also at the same time you have to be objective to be like I can understand why a studio has to come to Danny Boyle before now especially with The Walking Dead being on it was like let's do it again come on yeah. like, Part the of only the selling reason- point is that Killian Murphy's in it and he's now like Tommy Shelby he's got that fame going for him that's true. And part, look, part of the reason I like 28 Days Later so much is because it was made for no money. Like, yeah. It, so I, I looked it up. It was it had a budget of $8 million in 2002 and it made $85.7 million. Yeah. So not, not, not the money like plays into how good a film is, but like they made this as best they could with what they had and it's still great. Is like it I was like a it. weird little movie that Danny Boyle and Crillian Murphy were just working on. Just, just to kind of like, Kelly Murphy was a bit very young in the Hollywood at that point, so yeah. he, he was like, he, he was young and he was just taking these movies. Danny Boyle was like trying to prove something, and it was a great fucking film back then. I don't know if it has the legs for like a third sequel, a legacy sequel, like twenty years later. And um, they were also talking about actually, um, I read this week Dodgeball that Vince Vaughn wants to do like Dodgeball again, like a sequel. Really? What would and you do there? Like, idea. I guess the gym. They, they're now the big guys and they have to learn humbleness I, see, I again. I don't know how they would work it, but it, what was really interesting about it was that Vince Vaughn and Justin Logg, they were on the podcast, and like Justin Logg basically said the only thing that holds it back is that Ben Stiller doesn't want to sign up to it currently. And then when he explained, I was like, oh, why wouldn't he? Then he was like, well, he brought out Zoolander five years ago. Oh, that yeah. It was a legacy sequel to a movie from the 2000s that was really big and it made no money. Why would he come back? That's true. I mean, yeah, and I think Zoolander arguably had more of a cultural, like, it, 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 it was more, it was more in the public eye than Dodgeball ever yeah. was. Dodgeball was just that weird little movie that was sometimes But like, on. Dodgeball 1 is so good, but it's like 2004 like it's so 2004 in that weird little like groove in in I don't know the public consciousness whereas I think if you bring it out now I don't know if like I don't know if people will go see it I think it'll be very similar to Zoolander where it'll make very little money and people will shit on it because they're like it's not as good as the first one yeah but also like the way things are now is that like even say even uh, Dodgeball right is that like 
when that came out, it was like it was like oh, this big high tech fancy gym against this little old school run down gym. Mm. Whereas now, every gym that you go to is the big high-tech fancy gym. And that's what people want. So it's tough to make them the bad guys again. Yeah. You'd have to make... And Ben Siller's jokes, I don't think, come off as well. No. Like, no, I don't think so. If they do so. them now, how do you write them, like, better? Like, I think they're still funny now because we... It's different when you go back to watch a movie that you liked when you were, like, 16. And we're like, oh, it's still funny because you have that nostalgia. Whereas if you see a modern comedy with the same jokes, you're, you're like... Oh no! Oh, that's that is that's not that, good. It, it doesn't even have the argument of oh, it was a different time or it was of its time. Yeah. Like, you, and you can't put yourself in the situation that you were in when you saw that movie first. Now, all of this is to say, but twenty eight days later, twenty eight months later, Dodgeball Zoolander. How about and look? I'm just spitballing. What if we wrote a new movie that hasn't oh. been done before? Maybe with comedy based in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Ah, you see, we can't be funny anymore, Connor, because we got woke and got broke. As <laughs> there's loads of funny people. <laughs> well, that's true, actually. <laughs> like, there's loads of really funny people out there just telling jokes. I mean, just don't say anything racist or sexist or like homophobic. And we ah, should you're be asking okay. a lot of people now. Connor, uh, how about to make jokes <laughs> in this kind of attitude? Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this is t- a thing that I threw in after 28 days later. Because I knew you'd be excited. Um, oh, he's back in the character. <laughs> Eternals producer promises the superhero team will return in the MCU. I'm not mad at that. I think we agreed oh. Eternals was fine. Did we? Well, we we had a listener hangout uh, with all of the lovely people that tuned in, all the patrons mm-hmm. and some specially selected guests. Uh, we were all invited to um, a Google Meet there a few weeks ago, and we did like a Marvel ranking t- system where we ranked list. all of the Marvel movies just for an hour, just to pass the time. Um, a Turtles ranked higher than I would have liked. I would have put it lower, but I that's think, fine. I can't remember. Do you know where it was? Are you? I, I the think ranking? I have the thing saved somewhere. Hang on, uh, uh, Marvel tier list. Let me pull it because I think it's saved oh. it on the actual website. Oh, okay. Because be I just... Um, somehow The Incredible Hulk came number one. We don't know why, we don't know how. But yeah, I think, uh, look, it's it just the, 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 the site made me put it there, I believe. Uh, Eternals, <laughs> it's like it's like a mid-D. It's behind Black Widow and Iron Man 2. But it's above Ant-Man and the Wasp, Thor Love and Thunder and Thor The Dark World. <sighs> Jesus, harsh and Love and Thunder on it. But also, I think Disappointment carried that to that spot. That's a, yeah, exactly. I should post this in the the Facebook group actually because this is a really. I think yes. it's quite a fair ranking. Actually, we tried to be fair. We gave everyone a vote in it. Now everyone had yeah. a vote to say where they should vote. Move my vote did for, Sean, for more, and that's where Incredible Hulk is in a B tier. Incredible Hulk is somehow way higher than it has any right to be. Incredible um, Hulk is above Iron Man three. <laughs> I'm still against the whole thing. I was like, it should be down by the Eternals. (laughs) It's shit, right? But so my question is, Sean, in the sequel, um, it was sent into into our Facebook group, by the way, uh, this Mm -hmm. piece of news, but our sequel, Sean, and how are we going to do it if there's a giant hand popping out of the earth? What's going on there? How do we even discuss it? No one, see, this is the thing, is that no one's discussed that in the MCU up until this point. Uh, Mm. So I think, do, do they get rid of the hand? 
did uh, it was it was raised on the Patreon chat. That's where the mutants should live. Uh, I was mm. like, that's their Genosha kind of a thing. But Eternals too. What's the like? They just keep Eternaling. I guess it's going to be half on Earth, half in space, because some of the yeah, because half of them leave Earth at the end of the first movie, and then the yeah. other half are still on Earth, but also one of them stabbed the other, and then and that is just a regular child. Oh, lads! Yeah, oh, so ba- basically, uh, it's who who heads up? It's Druig, um, Makari, and Thena, I believe, head off into I space, think? isn't it? So, oh, I, they, meet, I've, they meet Harry I've Styles and Pip the Troll as well, and then they say, and then Druig says, "How are you, lads? How are you, lads? Exactly the best line in yeah. the film. Uh, best line in the film. Barry Keoghan show. The rest of them then are on Earth, but so, but no, but no, but but Cersei gets taken by Arishem at the end, she's taken off into space. You're just saying words, though. You are just it, saying words. We're, I think, oh, actually, I think there's no Eternals left on Earth, then. Because is, the rest of them got taken off. Is everyone gone? I think everyone's gone. Because some of them are off in space, in deep space, with Harry Styles. And the rest of them got taken by Irish and the Judge, the Celestial Man. Right? And then Kit Harrington's still on Earth. Don't know where he's so popping Kit's up still next. there. But Kit's now in... Uh, the Blade movie that's not happening but is happening but is not happening. That's being worked on at the minute, That's being we worked say. on at the minute with no director. Yeah. So, uh, look, I don't, I don't know where the confusion is, Connor. All the yeah, Eternals I mean, are in place. it's easy to figure it out. Like, they're all in space. Just randomly and they're not on Earth. So, technically, Sean, actually, that's a really good idea. If you send them all off of Earth into space, mm-hmm. then you don't have to discuss why there's a giant... An, an absolute god of a human or, or just a god popping out of the earth with a giant hand because they're not there yeah so yeah so it's Cersei Fastos and Kingo they're all taken off by Arishem uh, so and he says he'll spare humanity if the eternal's memories show that humans are, are, are worthy of living uh, right. and he takes them away and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do all that and then we're fucked to be honest then T- Tina Macari and Druig meet Eros, Thanos' brother, and Pip the Troll. Uh, and then they're off into space. So there's no Eternals on Earth. So it's going to be, I assume, two different Eternal stories that then meet in the middle? But who do they fight? Oh, I'm very excited about this sequel show. I think it's a great idea. There's so many ideas for stories that would keep me in- just encapsulated. Like, so excited to see where it goes next. I mean, unless it's just like they're just... In some other project, they like all group back up together and come just back to Earth. Just randomly, they all, Guardians yeah. in Guardians yeah. Tree, they're all just pop up in a in two spaceships and they just meet each other and then they just wave and then they just keep going. And Icarus is in the sun as well. The man flew into the sun. He's definitely not Makes dead, sense. but no. the, like the only fucking confirmed death is my boy Gilgamesh, which <sighs> still pissed off about that. He's my favorite. Shout out to Gilgamesh. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best man. He was the nicest one of them. Do you remember I got you a tie that was Gilgamesh for Christmas? You got me a Druig Marvel Legends figure, yeah. And then it came oh, with just yeah. Gilgamesh's head and hands. <laughs> <laughs> they were selling Gilgamesh in separate Eternals packages. They chopped him up, so you got, much like he was chopped so got, up in the film. He was butchered to death in the movie, to be fair to the lad. Um, also, uh, Pat Oswald apparently came out on... Um, Good Morning America no the Today Show sorry and he mentioned that Chloe Zhao 
uh, was going to be coming back to direct Eternals 2. So, That's great. Like, And a lot of the stuff that I like that Chloe Zhao brought to Eternals is like the on-location stuff. Like, It's one of the better-looking Marvel films of late, I would say. Yeah, just all the characters are really, really boring, and it's just not a very exciting storyline, but it all looks very good. Yeah, so I think, look, it's you can't have everything in a film, Connor. You can't, you can't have a good storyline and good looks, just in general, in terms of the set. That's ridiculous. No, yeah, no. Look, and, you know, next year, for the five-year anniversary, we're going to have to revisit the Marvel tier list presumably with 18 more movies that we'll have to review 18 more it. movies all of them at the bottom tier <laughs> oh, oh Jesus oh lads oh soaring above that in. flashpoint <laughs> um, Sean we're finishing off this week with some pretty weird news and rumours that I really want to that's the wrong show Connor that's Wednesday's uh, show but, um, because here's the thing Superman was announced last week he, uh, he was announced that he was returning. Um, and so Henry Cavill's back. And that means Warner Brothers have a bit of a gap because they've got Superman coming back. James Good, who is a director that they really like, is now actually kind of, he's running DC. So yeah. he can no longer direct it as well because that would be weird. So now they need to find a director shot. Um, right. And after a meeting this week with Warner Brothers Discovery, David Zaslav, everyone's favourite big Dave... He met with a certain man, otherwise known as Steven Spielberg. Um, oh. People are speculating, Sean. There's rumours going around that maybe Spielberg was meeting with the Warner Brothers boss to discuss directing the Superman film. I think I've said this before, but I like for me, Spielberg is not a selling point for a movie. He was at like 99. 99 to like 2002, I would say. Spielberg is like, he's the household name director. Like he's the peak. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's the man. Like after saving Private Ride, that guy could do anything he wanted. Yeah, he was the greatest to ever do it. But yeah. now, like, now, and I think we've probably gone through this in the past before, but his recent filmography is so hit and miss of like, is mm. it any good or not? But not only were they having lunch with David Zaslav and uh, Spielberg, apparently, at the exact same lunch, just at the next table, Christopher Nolan was eating oh. nearby. And he comes over after have a, after he finishes lunch, and then the new head of DC Studios, Peter Safari, who's co-head with James Gunn, he also walks in. And so now the four of them are all just having a salad with each other. <laughs> all the boys are having a big old chat together. Well, Chris Nolan is still tied to Warner Brothers, though, isn't he? Just no, he's, he's gone. He left. Do you remember the whole thing last year with, like, they were releasing Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, no, I didn't um, know he had fully distanced himself. I thought he was still... I'm pretty positive he came out and was like, Warner Brothers... He doesn't work with Warner Brothers anymore. His contract, he just didn't renew it. Right, so Tenet. they're just paying, going to pay him a bunch of money then. Is what I'm so, thinking. I mean, he's just having lunch in there and then, like, he's just around them, which is kind of weird. But I'm pretty positive after last year. Do you remember DC came out and was like, we're releasing all the movies on our streaming service? And yes. they didn't tell any of the, dire- of the directors. <laughs> and he was like, we're going to all lose millions of dollars. They were like, we don't care, Chris. On you Fuck go. You. you won't leave us. We're Warner Brothers. And he was like, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'll talk to this later. I'm doing Tenet and then I'm out. Um, so, I mean, Sean, Superman. 
Christopher Nolan I'm assuming is just out I think it was just coincidence he was at the lunch but yeah. Spielberg meeting with Zaslov could you see a Spielberg led Superman movie uh, I look. I, I I could totally see him directing a Superman movie. Do I think he was the best man to direct a Superman movie? I don't know. I don't know if it suits. Maybe it would be different, and it would be more, you know, hopeful. Like if you made a mm. Superman movie in the eighties or nineties, you know, like mm. that, that 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 kind of more optimistic Superman. Different. But than then what are you got. just making Superman Returns? Yeah, but you would make it a bit better, I would say. <laughs> yeah, a better version of Superman Returns. But you're still making Superman Returns. I'm going to say something maybe controversial, maybe not. Because I think Spielberg, very good director, obviously. Oh, yeah, undoubtedly. Incredible. Like, one, one of the best of all time, right? But I also think there is some merit in saying that Superman in 2022 is a very nuanced character to get right. Yeah. It's a very hard character to get right, but you also need to understand the current climate of what we're doing, like, of the world. And then you can kind of nail them, like what they did with Captain America, as we've discussed before, in recent times. Um, you yeah. can't just do, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, Hulk Hogan style, go on kids, smile at them. It's just, you're the real hero. You can't under it in front of the camera, because nobody's going to like that. Um, no, and it can't so, like, and it's not about blind patriotism either. It's more of an idea and a symbol that he has to be. exactly. And so I think, and I don't know if Spielberg would be able to get that nuance in terms of like a 2022 version of Superman. Now, 2005, if he did Superman Returns in 06, I think he would have killed it. I think yeah. he would have absolutely fucking knocked it out of the ballpark. I just think it's weird. Like, we're living in a weird time. <laughs> I don't know if you know it, Sean. And I think this is such an interesting project. You got Cavill back. They can't fuck this up. No. So I would say maybe get the best director now, but like, who's aware of what's going on now in the world. Um, That's a tough Maybe ask. not someone who was good a few years ago. No, and maybe not the man who made Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I don't know who you get, because, I mean, the next up would be James Gunn, like, or, like, who are some of the best directors working at the minute, like, but they'd have to be young enough to understand that it can't just be milk and cookies and, as you said, blind patriotism. Yeah, like, it needs to be, but it also can't be a homelander. And, or, like, he, he can't, yeah, he can't be sad and miserable oh what burden to have this power he should be happy to have this power and be able to help people with it that's why I'm saying like it's so nuanced like it is so fucking specific like the Venn diagram is tiny a little dot between all of those circles is like so small and I just want them to do well do you know I think and this might be a weird one Greta Gerwig I think could do a really good... She'd get the human side of Superman, is the thing. Now, I'm not sure how Fuck she would work in an action movie context. Yeah. But, but, but I think... But she'd be very good, though, at, like, understanding the human side. Yeah, I've never thought about that. That's so good. Yeah, I'd like, it's a bit left field, but I think she could work. And are we saying Sir Sharon is Lois Lane then, or what's the story? I mean, let's give it to another Irish actor, yeah, yeah. You might as well give it to Sir Sharon, so why yeah. not? Sir Sharon um, and Henry Cavill, that's on real chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> the size difference, though, is mad. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's kind of, that's kind of funny and charming, right? <laughs> He's six foot nine. <laughs> She's five foot. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I want a Greta Gerwig directed Superman movie and a Matt Reeves directed Clayface movie. That's all I want Ooh, in the world. No, you mean Batman, the Batman with Clayface as the villain, or just no, no. Clayface, like oh, a Joker style origin movie for Clayface? Oh, I think it could work. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I think that's it for this week's movie news. You nearly um, said weird news, but what a week! I nearly of movie said news it, but been. I didn't because I'm professional. That's we have fine. a working website now. It, well, given it, it still it refreshes every hour, so we're going to see in about fucking twenty we'll minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weirdness Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big shout outs to everyone on the Patreon who continues to support the show. Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Shout outs have to go, of course, to Roisin Chunky Lobes Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Waffles the Magic, David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash, and It'll Be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever Helmroos, Lil Dicky Funny Observation McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, Sean, Connor and Lorraine, and Russ. Bear747 is my unofficial life coach, Parfit. Thank you all for your support. You helped keep the show going every month and we couldn't do it without you. You do get, um, for $5 or more a month, access to all of our movie and TV show reviews. So if there's any there that you want to listen to, or if you have any ideas for things that we could talk about, um, do send them in to us. Other ways to support the show then, there's the merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. That I don't think is broken right now, uh, <laughs> but it's worth a check anyway. Uh, Twitter. I mean, try to buy some. That's, how, just, that's the only way to figure it try. out, lads. Just go the whole way through the checkout process, lads, and then we'll see if it works. <laughs> um, the Twitter is at Heroes Buy 10 just in case. <laughs> the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Dillman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mead. And we shall see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.